ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشمل امور محدثاتها فان كل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار afterwards inshallah we are going to proceed with the tafsir session of which we stopped at the verses in surah al-baqarah the verses that are discussing about the issues with respect to the fasting we have mentioned about the significant points or a kind of significance will set to those ayat and i also mentioned about the grammatical points that you would be able to understand with respect to the explanation and the exegesis to those ayat because you can never give proper interpretation of the quran or the ayat in the quran unless with proper understanding of lughah you have to know the tasrif you have to know the ilm at-tasrif the nahw that is the grammar you have to know balagha even as for the mantiq although the ilm al-mantiq is somehow related to ilm al-kalam so in one way or the other these are some of the subjects or subjects are subject of our knowledge that can help you to understand the divine revelations 
and that's, and that's how, how it is. is. And that's and that the reason why, why you would see so many individuals of which they are giving a wrong analysis or wrong interpretations to the ayat in the Quran. They are using their personal context or their ideas or their thoughts in order to give analysis or interpretations related to the ayat. You can never give a proper interpretation unless by referring to the way, the methodology of the righteous predecessors. How do they explain this? How do they that is all give the interpretation of this? What is their points regarding this segment of the eye? What is they are taught to be gathered, that is all. These are aspects of the ayah. So with only this, you'd be able to have the proper understanding of that particular purpose. So as how, as how we had that the first thing is for specified number of days. Ayyaman ma'adudatin فَمَنْ كَانَ مِنْكُمْ مَرِيدًا أَوْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخَرٍ وَعَلَى الَّذِينَ يُتِّيقُونَهُ فِدْيَةٌ طَعَامٌ بِسْكِينَ So in this segment, as for the previous session, I have given at least three more of the situation. So according to Ilm al-Qiraat, there are three reported recitation with regards to this segment of the ayah. And it's from the writers to the deceases, and in different Qiraat, we say Rivayat, for example. As for the Qiraat of Hafsu and Asim, that is Yutayquna. If we go up to the narration of Imam al-Bahad and that of Ibn Jarir al-Tabr, the reported that Aisha radiallahu anha, she used to recite yutawwikunahu. Wa'ala al-lazina yutawwikunahu instead of yutawwikunahu. And likewise, there was recitation of Sa'id ibn Jubayr also. Sa'id ibn Jubayr recited وَعَلَى الَّذِينَ يُطِيقُونَهُ which was reported by Ibn Abidaw in Masahif. And Masahif Ibn Abidaw, you would see that reference. Not even Sa'id ibn Jubayr, there was a Ikram of Ikramah. Ikramah also recited, وَعَلَى الَّذِينَ يُطَوِّقُونَهُ 
So likewise, this kind of narration of the recitation of Ikrama was reported by Imam Waqil. And also, Abu Dhabun Humayn narrated that, that kind of, that is a riwayah. And similar, and similar to the Quran of Ibn Abbas, as for you talking, it was from one of the narration of Imam al baghdadi So you see, these are authentic Quran. وعلى الذين يطيقونه فدية طعام مسكين وعلى الذين يطاقونه فدية طعام مسكين وعلى الذين يطوقونه فدية in this three verses of Mark, you can recite this segment of the eye. So also, there were some of the narrations related to the Qira of Abdullah ibn Abbas. So, there was one of the narration of Abdullah ibn Abbas. It was narrated that Abdullah ibn Abbas, one day he was given a salmon, he was given kutub. So when he mentioned this ayah, it was reported that he said it is Mansukha. But later on, after a knowledge arrived to him, related to the Ahkam, related to the Anasik wal Mansukh, related to this ayah, he changed the fatwa. He changed the fatwa. And that was from the we are Imam Al-Bayhaqi and also Imam Dar-Qutni narrated that riwayah. Not that he changed the, the fatwa, but what I want to mention the second fatwa that he gave, that it is not mansukha. It is not revised. The hukum of it is not deleted one. It is also narrated by Ibn Jadid al-Tabari. 
قلت أبي داود ما أبي داود narrated that in his book of الناسك والمنسوخ أو popularly known as الناسخ لأبي داود قلت أبو بن حمي narrated that that when he recited and عبد الله بن عباس recited وعلى الذين يطيقونه he said ليس بمنسوخة ليس بمنسوخة It is not erased. It is not revised. Meaning the hukum is there. He said, for those that are able to do it, he said, وَعَلَّذِينَ يُطِيقُونَهُ لَيْسَتْ مَنْسُوخَةً بِمَعْنَى هُوَ الشَّيْكُ الْكَبِيرُ أي ليست منسوخة هو الشيك الكبير الذي لا يطيق السيامة يفضل ويتصدق لكل يوم نصف ساء من بوري مدة لطعامه ومدة لأدانه ناس نستهمنا قد الله من أفضل He said the hukum is not revised It signifies to an old person The person that can age The one that he is not able to do it To perform the fasting He can drop the fasting He can break the fasting And he can give a charity in order to replace the fasting, in order to reward the fasting, in order to compensate the fasting that he is not able to do it. So how can he give the ransom? How how can he compensate that? Is through giving a charity for each and every day of the month. في رمضان يتصدق لكل يوم نصف ساعة he will give half of one star if we said star is equivalent to like more than three kg so سائم من بغن he would give سائم من بغن like three and a half kg of rice Three and a half kg of rice. For example, if we take it according to today's, that is our, uh, that is our weighing estimation. It is based on the region. Like it was reported from the ulama of tarikh that there are some of the differences in the weight of the. الصار that is الصار that kind of rain container that has been used in Kufa and Basra and that of Medina there will be some of the differences like how in the estimation of the mud and mud we know that is mud in Nabi so there are some of the kind of considerations Even to the estimation, the number, the weight differs between the ulama of the mazhab. So he says that the compensation, the ransom of not performing the fasting is for you to give at least one sar of rice. And you have to Add with some of the miscellaneous. Muddalli ta'ami. 
1 almud if we say almud it is equivalent to half kg you can give also half kg of rice that is the kind of additional to the one sar that you have already give so li'ami meaning as ingredient meaning it will also replace the ingredient that someone can purchase to cook that particular one sari of the rice wa muddan li adani and one mud as the vegetables so do you get the explanation of Abdullah ibn Abbas what he meant by that is that for a person like person that attain aging an old person an old person he is given a kind of excuse that he can become the person he can take another alternative the old people they can just give a kind of ransom instead of performing the fasting according to Abdullah ibn Abbas he says the ransom would be one saw a saw can be like three and a half kg if you take that kind of estimation so if you give to a needy take a kg of rice for example you see it, it is much So on a daily basis, let us take it as one kg. One kg will be sufficient to a single individual. So then, wa mudan li ta'ani. You have to also add for him half kg of rice as the cost of the ingredient. Meaning the ingredient that he would purchase in order to cook that rice like the masala, the seasoning meaning the masala that he would purchase like uh, the salt for example these are the ingredients and the oil for example whether it is olive oil, granite oil, sunflower oil all those, all those that is uh, oil, all those ingredients so to replace that you have to add him half kg of rice so meaning he can sell that half kg in order to get the ingredients and also you have to give him another half kg that is one almud to serve as the vegetables you see he requires Like for example, the cabbage, maybe the green leaf or water leaf, for example, or lettuce, for example, or carrots, or the onions, the garlic, whatsoever he wants, or whatsoever that you can count or you can call it as vegetable, like the beans that he can use, or the carrots. Allah Allah 
all those vegetable ingredients that you can use in biryani or in jollof rice, not Ghana jollof rice. Allah musta'an. Allah musta'an. Let me not open this argument. So all those vegetables that you can purchase in order to cook that rice, in order to cook that jollof rice, not the, the Ghanaian one. You know, Allah musta'an. I don't want to open this argument. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. You know, the best jollof rice in the African region is let me not conclude. Allah musta'an. But what you would understand is the rice that you have to give to a needy is not processed one. It is raw rice. It is not cooked one. So if you give him one kg of rice, how can he eat that? Maybe he can kick it. He can lay it. So the hikmah is that. The day of your fasting is the day that you are to provide to the needy so that he would consume that meal on that particular day. So if you give him the food, he requires something to buy the ingredients. To buy that is the vegetables. So in that you can also add in more quantity of the rice in order to compensate that. In order to serve as the cost for the ingredients and the cost for the vegetables. So I hope you got the points. Yeah. So to take it vividly with this regards the fuqaha the ulama of jurisprudence the ulama of jurisprudence they say that if you give him that particular quantity you give him like one sar that quantity of rice you don't have the remaining amount of rice or the remaining quantity Compensate for the ingredient and vegetables, you can give him money if you have the money in order to buy the ingredients or to buy the vegetables. And if you wish, you can also purchase the vegetables and the ingredients to add up with it in order to give to the medicine. Do you get it? So, based on this regard, there was some of the differences of opinion related to the quantity of Al-Mud. Because Abdullah ibn Abbas once stated about Asa, and Asa is equivalent to three, that is a kg. It's equivalent to three or three and a half kg as for today's, that is a weighing estimation. Well, there are other Sahaba, they recommend one Al-Mud. So what is Al-Mud? According to some of the Ulama of Mazhab of Malikiyah, you consider the weighing estimation of Al-Mud to be like 500, 500 uh, gram or 506 gram, we can say it, meaning half kg. Likewise, even the Ulama of Mazhab of Hanabila and the Ulama of the Mazhab of Shafi'iyah. So the Hanabilites, 
the Shafi'is, the Shafi'is they consider it as 508 grams, which is equivalent to the weighing estimation of Al-Mud. So there were even some of the ulama of jurisprudence, they just consider it as one kg. They just consider it as one kg. Like the Hanabilites, they consider it as one kg. So here we are talking about the issue of Al-Fiqh. But as for the Fatwa, or as for the motion given by one of the erudite scholars, Sheikh Muhammad bin Salih al-Usaymin, he go also with the half kg, meaning 510 grams. So you see, that is 1,000 grams equivalent to 1 kg. That is 1,000 grams make 1 kg. So 500 grams make half a kg. So some of the ulama they said 500 and 500 uh, 500 grams. Some they mentioned. So according to this, this is indicating the thinking capacity of some of the ulama. Some of the ulama they decided to take the lower limit because there is lower limit and higher limit. Some of the ulama they go with the lower limit. They said half kg and some they said one kg. So as for the Uthaymin, he go with the lower limit of 510 grams, 510 grams, which is half kg. So by this we will be able to understand that half kg would be sufficient to satisfy the hunger starvation of an entity. So this how it is. Just go to the shelf, go to the shopping mall, go to the shopping complex, get half kg of rice, buy half kg of rice, give it to the needy, get the ingredients and the vegetables in order to serve as the ransom of you not able to perform the fasting. So that due to aging or due to a particular reason, so it will become difficult for you, you can just compensate that. You can just give a ransom of feeding a needy. So I think with these few points, you would be able to understand the rules behind giving the ransom. So and that's why we adhere to the saying that in the deen you use The reason is very easy. So someone would ask, how I for any kind of situation, I have to perform 30 days fasting. I have to maintain that is the fasting throughout the day, even in this evidence in the time of Sarma. No, there are some of the exceptions. There are accept exceptional reasons, like aging, or kind of illness, a kind of sickness, even to the pregnant woman. That is pregnant woman. Those that get conceived, they have also excuses and such. So Allah, and that explanation of Dillahi bin Abbas, 
you can, you can get, get that, that from the Khilaf Imam al-Bayhaq. Imam al-Dawmi also, Ibn Abi Hajj also narrated that. Also Ibn Jabir al-Tawil, you can get that, as I mentioned earlier. So, وَأَلَّذِينَ يُتِيقُونَهُ فِدْيَةٍ طَعَمَ مِسْكِينَ Based on this, for those who are able to eat. So, if we take some of the other interpretations, وَأَلَّذِينَ يُتِيقُونَهُ like that which came in Rad al-Azhar, ila ma'ani al-Qur'an. It is given, the analysis related to those that are, like for example the old aging people, for example. So this is how the Mashayikh, the ulama and the righteous predecessors, had given the exegesis related to this segment of the ayah. Also, there was one statement of Abdullah ibn Abbaq, which was reported by Imam Al-Tabir. Regarding this, وَعَلَى الَّذِينَ يُذِيقُونَهُمْ Abdullah ibn Abbaq, he says, مَنْ لَمْ يَطَقِ الصَّوْمَ مَنْ لَمْ يَطَقِ الصَّوْمَ إِلَّا عَلَى جُهْدٍ فَلَهُ أَيُّ فَطِعَ وَيُطَعِمَ كُلَّ يَوْمٍ مِسْكِينًا وَسَأَعْبْ That he is not aعب to perform the fasting unless with due difficulties. If he fail to perform, if he try to perform the fasting, he will be in a great difficult situation. So in that regard, for him is to break the fasting, not to perform the fasting. If that he can do feed a needy to each and every day. And he further mentioned والحامل والمقضع والشيف الكبير والذي سقمه دائم That's how it is. To the pregnant woman to the nursing mother the one who breastfeed her child after she gave birth to the baby and the old person the old alien person and that's how it is also the person that he is having constant illness constant disorder like a person that has stomach ulcer, for example. So you see, he, uh, such a person, he has everything. If you have stomach ulcer that can interfere with your fasting, then you have everything also. A person that is having any kind of debilitating disorder, or complication, health complication, you can also take the alternative. Even to some of the diabetic, that is uh, patients, diabetic patients, they can also take that alternative. Allah must, and not to all, there are those that they can maintain the hours, like the 13 hours, 12, 
daily hours or less than that or less than that or beyond that so what if as such you are within this category pregnant women nursing mothers old people all the patients people who are in critical health condition of which this condition will not allow the person to perform the fasting comfortably the person will not be able to perform the fasting in comfort so he can take the alternative to just feed anything and this also be told by Imam al-Tabir also there was once there was uh, once uh, a kind of narration related to Anil bin Malik and that was narrated by Imam al-Bihad Imam al-Dawakudni ibn al-Munzam Abu Ya'la al-Musay also narrated that also Abd ibn Humayd narrated that also Ibn Abi Shayba narrated that that when Anas bin Malik become old was how it came from the narration of Imam Bihad that Aswa Anas bin Malik he get to a time when he become weak in terms of fasting he he was not able to perform the fasting as how it was reported just a year prior to his death one year before his demise he become weak for fast so he decided as how it was reported for sana jafnatan min thabidi Then he found a feast of cake, a feast of cake, a kind of, that is our feast. He preferred a feminine, he asked his family members to prepare, to prepare a meal. And it was reported for da'a. ثَلَاثِينَ مِسْكِينًا فَأَطْعَمَهُ at once, meaning he fed 30 needles at once. So you have two methods. For the whole 30 days, if you wish, you can make it in such a way. For every, for each and every day, you can feed one needle. And if you wish, you can do it at once, if you have the means. If you are financially buoyant, So you can feed 30 needles once and that's that 
is what's meaning of your past. That's the answer. So these are the two basic methods. And all these methods are authentic methods. Apomda practices of the Sahara. Also, they are from the Sunnahic Marath Akhrist. So, with so this, we will be able, able to understand the people that are giving the excuse and the way to give the ransom, the kind of methodology to follow, why society for the four individuals. Beside that also, there was a narration of Imam Dabukutmi. Also Ibn Abi Hatib, also Abdul Ibn Humayyid narrated that Riwaya, which was from one of the students of Abdullah ibn Umar, Nafi'a. So that student of Abdullah ibn Umar, he stated that, أَرْسَلْتُ عِذَا رَنَاتُ بْنُ عُمَرَ إِلَى بْنُ عُمَرَ تَسْأَلُهُ أَنْ سَوْمِ رَمَضَانًا وَهِيَ حَامِلٍ I assign one of the daughters of Abdullah ibn Umar. I assign one of the daughters of Abdullah ibn Umar. And Allah to ask him about the rule of a pregnant woman in the fasting of the month of Ramadan. And he replied, he gave the ruling. He said, to fatim wa tud'im kulli yawmin miskiha. You can break the fast, you can drop the fast. Wa tud'im kulli yawmin miskiha. So as for you to feed a single needy for each and everything. To each day, feed one miskiha. This is the answer. Also, there is another issue related to a nursing mother that she is eligible to perform the fasting, but she is scared that maybe there will be problem between her own condition and the condition of her baby. Not even nursing mother, a pregnant woman can get into that kind of situation. So for them also they can just drop the fasting, they can also feed a single needy for each and everything. And there is no disbursement 
for them after Ramadan and David. But if it is in case of menses, menstruational bleeding, or due to postnatal bleeding, that is al-hayri when we fast, then the hukum would be that of the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha narrated by Imam Bukhari in his Sahih and Imam Muslim in his Sahih of which when Aisha radiallahu anha was asked by one of the ladies or by one of the women at then of which Aisha she was thinking that that woman came from there is Habura she was from the Karijahs but she said she said, a Harubiyyati anti. He said, Lestu bi Harubiyya wa lakinani asal. Ammad, a karijat. I'm just asking a question. So she said, we were in the time of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We were being commanded to disperse the Pasin. We were not commanded to disperse the free. So we know that we had to is that the women's women, Mrs. during their period and the fasting that they need. So for the fasting they are to disperse that. And likewise for the fasnatal bleeding, that's the So but if it happens, the woman it's a nursing mother, she has already given birth. And the time of Ramadan came while she is in the condition of breastfeeding the baby, before she wins the baby. So in that case, in that kind of situation, if there would be a difficult task on her, in performing the fasting, she can just feed the needy and there is no disbursement after Ramadan onto her. And the hukum also to a woman that get conceived. Maybe she may experience a kind of difficult task, difficult situation in the time of the fasting, so she can delay the fasting. She can develop the fasting by compensating that with feeding energy for each and every day in the month of Ramadan. And after Ramadan, there is no disbursement on that. Allah Musta'an is the easy access of our needs. So Allah Musta'an. I think uh, the time has gone. We haven't uh, started early. Inshallah, for the next session, we are going to start early. So I think we can stop here. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.